again. Give, give God a hand. Give the Lord a hand. Come on, clap like you mean it. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Good to see all of you here tonight. So it's good to see you here. Well, our speaker, he doesn't really need an introduction. And I have a whole big, long uh, intro here. He got his testing. He got his PhD from Capella University, and that's all I'll say about that. He's just a great friend. He's been here. How many years you've been here at Nyack, Jerry? Eleven. Eleven. He's been here at eleven years. Everybody loves him. He's a, he's a connoisseur. He's a friend. He's a lecturer. He lectures. He can. He speaks at other colleges. Um, I won't hold this against him, he's a Nick fan, but uh, what can I say? But um, I love him dearly, I appreciate him very much. Come on, let's give a warm Nyack welcome to Dr. Jerry Becker. Thank you, Pastor Hammond. By the way, I don't know what connoisseur means, does that mean I'm fat? <laughs> How's everybody doing tonight? I have to tell you something, how about, how about that worship group? I mean, come on, thank you. Nobody could put us in the mood better than that, right? I mean, Julio, it's good to see you. How's everything going? Good, good, good. How's everybody feeling tonight? It's rainy out. You know what? I kind of like rainy days. Why? Why? Because it cleanses the earth. I think we need it every so often. You ever see the streets when it hasn't rained for a while? So, you know, I believe the Lord does that. He, he wants to cleanse the earth, right? So I need to understand how everybody's feeling tonight. So on the count of three, I want you to think about this for a second. One word. One word in your mind. you got to yell this out, okay? One word in your mind. How are you feeling right at this very moment? I want to know on the count of three how you're all feeling, okay? So whatever word just popped in your mind about how you're feeling, I want to hear it. Ready? One, two, three. <laughs> Holy mackerel, I didn't hear a word. Some people are feeling blessed. Some are feeling happy. Some are like, oh, when are we getting out of here? I want to talk to you about three things tonight. I want to talk to you about three things. I want to talk to you about purpose. I want to talk to you about action, and I want to talk to you about trust. Purpose, action, and trust. You know, how many of us have, have had something bad happen to us in our lives? How many people? Come on, if you're not raising your hand, I mean, <laughs> whoa. We've all had bad things. Guess what? You're here tonight. You got over it. Okay? You may carry the scars. But you got over it. And why did we get over it? Because he was with us. Amen. He was with us, wasn't he? I mean, if you think about it, if you're a true believer, you know he was with us. Right? And the reason is, is because it's about purpose in our life. We have purpose. And if everything went well all of the time, okay, we wouldn't know how to appreciate the good things that happened to us. So we have to really understand that bad things are going to happen. And by the way, we're here tonight. Do you know how many people would really like to be sitting in your seat tonight? Think around the world right now. Think about this. Think about how blessed you really are to be sitting here tonight. How many people would really like to be sitting in your seat right now? Amen? Right? So, you know, we got to take these little wins and these blessings as we get them. Um, sometimes when things are going bad, okay, what do we do? We turn to God. I know years ago, a little bit of my testimony is, you know when I used to talk to God? When things went wrong. And I remember one day I turned to him and I was like, hey, yo, we need some help. And 
I remember him answering me back as clear as it was yesterday. Who are you? I'm sorry, I don't got you on the class roster. I, I, let me take a look at the roster and see if you're here. You know what he was saying to me is, why are you only coming to me when things are bad? Why are you talking to me all the time? Why am I not the center of who you are and what you are? Why am I just a plug-in when I'm the one that created you, when I'm the one that put you here? Boy, what an epiphany for me. That turned my whole life around. And I realized that I had to have purpose in my life. You know, if you think about it, when you think about purpose, everybody knows Romans 12 too, don't you? Right? Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by, testing, uh, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, what is acceptable, and what is perfect. So what we need to do is, anybody ever seen a movie, Happy Gilmore? Anybody ever seen that? Adam Sandley, the funny guy. If you've never seen it, it's a, it's a slapstick thing and everything else. But whenever he got into a really pressure or bad situations, what did his little guardian angel, who, by the way, was Billy D. Williams, right? What did his guardian angel used to say to him? Go to a happy place. You ever think about that? When I watch that movie, I think about that. I think about when things are not going so good, I got to find a happy place, right? And he used to dream about getting his grandma a new home and stuff like that. What's a happy place for us? What is purpose for us? When you get out of bed every morning, what's your purpose in life? Alonzo, how you doing, man? It's good to see you. Good, you came back. I'm loving it. That's great. But what is your purpose when you get out of bed every morning? You know what's scary to me? I got on the elevator this morning in my building, and they have this screen up there. You're going to like this one, Nikos. I promise. They have the screen up there, and it says February 6th. I could swear a second ago when I was blinking, it had said February 5th, and two seconds ago it had said February 4th. The, what I realized was, oh, my Lord, this is like Groundhog Day, man. And I'm going in there, and every day this thing keeps clicking. It's like seconds now. Each day is going by. You know what that was telling me? I have to be mindful about the moment I'm in. i got to be mindful about being with you here tonight. How are you doing tonight? i got to be mindful about being here, being in this moment. Because guess what? As our pre I love it when our president says it's the only thing in life you never get back when you spend it. Time. So what do you do with your time, right? I say you put it into action. Okay? You know, sometimes I sit and I have a few moments, and then I turn on the boob tube. You know, television. Okay? That's what that means. No, I didn't curse. Okay? I turn on the television. And as I'm sitting there, all of a sudden, I start to, get, I start to feel guilty. You know why? Because I'm realizing, hey, wait a minute. I'm kind of wasting time here. Now, I'm not suggesting that we shouldn't take that time to rest and balance. I'm not suggesting that. But how do we rest most effectively and most efficiently, right? And what drives that purpose in our lives? And I think about, when I think about purpose, I think about what James said in 2, verse 28. He said, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith apart from your works and I will show you my faith by my works. In other words, what I do, not what I say. I've had friends and I've had a lot of people, they can quote Bible verse to me without, you know, they just, whoa, they whip this stuff out like crazy. 
And then I watch them go and interact with people. And their actions don't align with the words. So in other words, they're not putting into action what our greatest example when he was here did for us, right? Did he not lead by action? Did he not have purpose, if you think about it? Some of you were at this meeting at the beginning of the year when we had the clubs meet. And we had a guest speaker who was a very dear friend of mine. And he said something very powerful at that meeting. Some of you may remember this, okay? But I, I thought it was so powerful when he said this that it, it just continued to resonate with me. He was talking about leadership. And I, and I was thinking about Jesus Christ. And he basically said leadership is like a two-sided coin. Okay? It's not about me. Okay, on one side of that coin, it's not about me. Great leadership, it's not about me. You know what the other side of the coin said? It's all about me. Think about that. It's not about me, it's all about me. Now, when I say it's all about me, I don't mean that from an egotistical perspective. When I say it's all about me, it's all about what I do with the gifts he's given me to lead. And it's, all, and it's not about me because it's about people I interact with each and every day. Does that make sense for everybody? Does that make sense? So when you walk out of here, you are all leaders of your own destiny. Now, I teach business here. Anybody want to come to the business classes? They're pretty cool, right? Are they good? All right, don't be so energetic. All right. One of the things I teach in the business school, do you know that over 90 95% of business, you can't answer this question, by the way, okay? Don't answer this question. 90 95% of businesses fail within the first couple of years. You know why? You would ask that question. You ask why, right? Okay. The reason is, is because they have no plan. They, they have a wonderful idea. A wonderful idea. They've never taken the time to become a student of the industry they're going into, learn the industry, put together a plan. Would you ever build a house without blueprints? Of course not. Why would you run a business without a plan? Well, guess what? Each and every one of you are your own business. Do you have a plan? Guess what? The blueprints are there for you, in case you don't know it. Hint, hint. You know what your blueprints are? The Bible. He gave us your business plan. Do you ever think about that? He gave it to you. He said, here it is. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to put it into action? Or are you just going to go read and spout the words? Okay? Because I always got a kick when I was growing up. I go to church on Sunday with my parents, and you know, there you would. How many of you, after you go to church on Sunday, actually go home and reflect on what was talked about? And think, good, you get an A. Okay. <laughs> think about that. I mean, I know I don't do it all the time, and I have to catch myself on it because I have to go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. What did I just hear here? How can I put this into action? What, how can this influence me? It can be just a tiny little thing. Doesn't have to be anything big. But how can I put it into action? Because if, if, if you work with me in school, one of the things I always tell you is, why don't you reflect on the learning from the past week? And when I ask you to reflect on it, I want you to go back and I want you to think about, how can I put that into action? Because that's where the learning really resonates for us. And by the way, that's where our Lord's is going to resonate for us. If we put his words into action, 
and we do it every day. So I go back to my story. So I'm growing up, and we get out of church, and one of the best parts for me was I, mom would make breakfast after church. You know, we'd go for fresh rolls. But I, would, I always remember this. We would be parked in the parking lot across the street from church, and here we are coming out of church, great sermon, you know, great gospel, and everybody's cursing at each other getting out of the parking lot. Horns are honking, people are giving a finger, you know, all this good stuff. And I remember at a very early age thinking, didn't we just come from church? Didn't we just come from church? So when you go out of here tonight and you go home on the subway and somebody accidentally pushes you with something, what are you going to do? Are you going to give them the finger? <laughs> Sorry. Because i got to tell you, sometimes when I don't do that, when I react poorly to those situations, I kind of get mad at myself. I think I'm getting mad at them, but I realize when I reflect on it, no, I'm getting mad at myself. Because I'm not putting into action really who I am or who I want to be, right? So we really have to think about that. And that's what I mean by action. Now, the last part of this that comes in is the glue that binds. You see, when we have true purpose, and we think about this every day, why do you get up out of bed every morning? Do you ever think about your day coming up? When I was younger, we used to, oh boy, I'm really going back now. WABC Radio used to play all the top hits. This was way before you even thought about it, okay? They used, to, they used to play, it was AM radio, that's all we had, okay? And, you know, with the tubes, okay? So I'm old. So, but they would play all the top hits, right? But there was this one announcer, I can't remember his name, but every day he would say, hello, everybody. Let's unwrap this special gift of a day that we have. And I thought, you know, it resonated with me all these years. And I, I used to think in my mind, and later on I would think, let's unwrap this special day that he has given us. Think about this. When you wake up every morning, that should be, yo, thanks, man. <laughs> I got another one to go here, right? We need to be thankful each and every day. And I, I, that's in my repertoire today. As soon as I open my eyes, I go, okay, right side of the dirt. I'm here. Thanks, man. Okay. Uh, but the bottom line is, is we have to have purpose, and you got to think about what's my purpose for today? Is it to go to school? Is it to go to class? Is that the real purpose? No, those are things. Those are actions that you're doing, right? What's your real purpose? All right. What about you as an individual? So you got to tap into that for yourself, okay? Because it is. This is where trust comes into play. And who do we trust in? Who do we have to trust in the most? We have to trust in Him. You see, because remember I asked you a question early on, the difficult times? We know, I know, that you know that I know, <laughs> that we always yield to him. We always go to him. Hey, yo, please, why? Uh, first of all, we're never going to get the answer to the why. Okay, you're not, sorry. I, I'm, I'm, this is kind of like a, a spoiler alert. You're never going to get the answer to the why. Okay, because that's his plan. Okay, that's his supreme plan for us, all right? But what he will help us do is over time he will try and help us and show us and evolve for us why this might have been put in our path. And many times this does happen. Sometimes it doesn't, okay? So what do we do when it doesn't? Do we automatically revert to, okay, well, then I don't want to believe. I'm not going to believe because, you know, I'm asking you and you're not helping well, maybe there's a reason, okay, beyond our comprehension of why we don't know and why we don't get that answer, okay? 
That doesn't mean we shouldn't trust. You know, trust is really believing in someone or something when other things are contrary to that. All right? I trust Dean Hammond as a friend. If he does something that's kind of like sketchy to me and makes me scratch my head, do I immediately say, well, I don't want to hang around him? Or do I try to understand or do I trust that he knows what he's doing? Okay? And relationships are built like this. All right? And sometimes we have to trust. I always tell people you have to trust the learning. You have to surrender to the learning when you're in school. Right? We, we have to surrender to this. You have to trust the process. Sometimes it's not so easy. Sometimes we sit there going, why does, he, why does he or she want me to do this? Right? Think about that. How many, how many of you in class, and you get an assignment, you go, I have no clue, right? Yeah, I get it. Amen. I've had those too. Only to find out later on something comes up and I go, oh, that's the reason why. Right? It happens. Light bulbs go off. Voila. Why? Because we surrender to the learning. And all of a sudden, because that light bulb went off, we went, oh, now I get it. Now I get it. Right? <clears throat> so as we think about this, these things really play an integral part in our lives. Okay? And this is what he brings to us if we allow it to happen. He's put us on this earth. He put us all in different circumstances. Have you ever been in a circumstance where you, you, you're talking to somebody and you go, well, you don't understand what I'm going through? How many of us have said that? You don't understand what I'm going through. Well, guess what? If I went around this room to each and every one of you and we started to talk and we really just opened up completely, you would be shocked at what other people are going through. You think you're the only one going through it? Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Other people have things they're going through. Other people have things they're going through with friends who have been in addiction. Some of you might have been had, had addictions. Deaths in the family. Okay? Abuse. Okay? You would be shocked at how many, at every single person. So you know what? We're not on this earth to judge that my problem is bigger than your problem. We're on this earth to trust in him. And he puts us in a community. Think about this community. So many times I get students that ask me, what's the difference between NIAC and XYZ school? I won't even use names. And you know what the difference is? This right now. This is a difference. Try talking like this in some other schools. Trust me, I'd be thrown out of my ear. Okay? And I know it. Doesn't stop me sometimes, but and my ear hurts. But um, but that's one thing. Number two is think about our worship group. I mean, I don't know about you, but that kind of got me moving. That kind of got my mind moving. That kind of got me in the spirit. I was feeling him in here. I know he's in here, even though we're in the basement. He knows how to get down to this basement. Okay, I know it. Right. So. These are the differentiation. Now, here's the biggest differentiation. Here's the biggest one. Take a look around the room. Take a look around the room at the people that you go to class with. Take a look around the room at the people that you rely on. 
Look at look at all the little business students over here. They're all congregated together over there and stuff. Come, to Come meet some other people. <laughs> but but on a serious note, think about that. I want you to think about. I want you to take a minute. I want you to just think for a second about that one relationship or that one interaction that you have here at the school that's special to you. It could be with a teacher. It could be with a fellow classmate. It could be somebody who works in the administration, right? It could be any number of people. It could be Dean Hammond. Well, no. Yeah. So, but on a serious note, it could be any number of people, right? You all have those special relationships. They were all built here. Why? Because we are somewhat of a special community. He gave this to us, right? Because we have purpose. And by the way, here's the beauty of it. We are able to put this into action. You are able to put this into action. I see it in people when they transform. One of my greatest things here is when we go to graduation. Is it not, Dean Hammond? It is one of the most awesome experiences in the world to see people, people who came in as freshmen to transform into the people that they are walking across, the professionals walking across that stage to make a difference in this world, to put in action the learning from, from what you took away here. Not to get C's equals degrees. Not to do that. Anybody could do that. You want a degree? Go online, pay a few bucks, and they'll send you a piece of paper. Okay, that's easy. What you're doing is not easy. What you're doing is not easy. Why? Because you have true purpose in what you want to do. You want to put it into action. And he is watching us. He is watching us. And we have to have the trust that he is going to be there. You're going to go through tough times, your midterms, your finals, your, the financial situation. You know, a teacher that's just busting your chops, that you think that busting my chops, they, they don't want me to succeed. No, we want you to succeed. We are going to push you to what you need to do. You know why? Because that's what he asked me to do. That's why I'm here today. If you had asked me about 12 years ago if I'd be standing up here doing this with you, I would have laughed at you like you wouldn't believe. No freaking way I would have said that. My life has been transformed by you. By you. By this group over here. Okay? So as I think about that and then I think about trust, I go back to Luke. I go back to Luke. And I think like this. For which of you, desiring to build a tower, does not first sit down and count the cost? Planning whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid out a foundation and is not able to finish, all who see it begin to mock him, saying, this man began to build and was not able to finish. You know why? He didn't put a plan together. He tried to build a house without blueprints. He tried to start a business without a business plan. He tried to do my life without true purpose, without true purpose and true actions every day of my life. I want to listen to the word, I want to read the word, but do you put it into action when you leave here? So I want to challenge you as you kind of leave here tonight and you either go to your classes, you go home, you go to work, do whatever you're going to do. I have to go to a funeral tonight. Yeah, it's a Nick game. My, 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 that's, that's bad, right? Well, you got to understand, my wife is a die-hard Nick fan. 
And so she drags me to these funerals every so often. So, so I go there and I go, oh, yeah, great game, honey. Okay. I took Dean Hammond to the net game because he's a net fan. <laughs> and it was the only night the Knicks have won in like a month. <laughs> but anyway, we all know I have a shirt that has scripture on it that I wear in the springtime. It's just a short sleeve. And it's a bright yellow shirt. Some of you have seen it, right? Um, and I love that shirt. Because it probably has one of my best Bible sayings on it. And it's something that truly does drive me in my actions every day. So when I kind of get down or I get tired, you know, from teaching, you know, last time I was doing like 12-hour days and stuff, you know, it's like I got a little tired, okay? Um, I know I look in such great shape and everything that I shouldn't, but... Um, and I often go back to this verse from Philippians. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. And I think about that, and I let it, and I say, you know what? I need my vitamin C shot here, yo. Okay? Um, and you know what? These days, it's so interesting. Since I flipped on my testimony to you, since I flipped just going to him when I had problems years ago, to waking up every morning, and he is the center of my being, and I hate to say this, but all these other things I do every day are plug-ins to that. Uh, guess what? He answers my call all the time. Sometimes he doesn't give me the answer I want, and I, you know, we got to have a discussion about that. But the bottom line is, I know he's always listening. And therefore, I want to challenge you. Don't be afraid to have that conversation with him each and every day. Don't, don't be afraid to carve that time out in your day to just kind of talk. You ever have coffee with your friends and just kind of chit-chat? Well, you know what? Sometimes with my coffee during the day, I just chit-chat with them. I just chit-chat. Okay, you might say, okay, you're crazy. All right, yeah, I'm, I've been accused of being crazy. But the bottom line is, is I know he listens to me. I can feel it in everything I do. And sometimes when I'm coming in here to do something like this, I, I ask him, what do you want me to share? What do you want me to share? And do you know inevitably within about a day or two, Things start going through my mind. It's the most amazing thing to me. Things just start going through my mind. You know, you really should talk about this. And you really should talk about that. Or something will happen, and I'll go, whoa, that's what I need to talk about. All right? So you could thank him for me being here tonight. Or if you didn't like it, you can blame me. Okay? Uh, but if, if, if this resonated with you a little bit, all right, we really need to thank him, okay, because he's the one who put the thoughts for me here, all right? So here's my challenge for all of you as you leave here tonight. I want you to truly reflect on your purpose every day. I challenge my students on this all the time, okay? What is your real purpose? And by the way, during your life, I guarantee it's going to change, okay? It's going to change. The other thing I want you to think about is, what can I do from an action standpoint? Instead of just going out and preaching, well, I can do all things through, you know, through him who strengthens me, you know, that's nice. But how can I put that in action? And last but not least is, how do I engender the trust that I need both between him and I in our relationship and amongst us? 
How do I engender that trust? You see, these things will not resonate with you if you don't reflect on them. So I want to challenge you tonight to reflect on what we talked about here tonight. Please do that. As your homework, please do that. And then give me a 500-page essay in the morning that will be graded using APA, 6th edition. No, I'm only kidding. So with that said, I, I wonder if you'll all stand for a minute. I wonder if you'll all stand. I, um, you know, he had 5,000 people on a mountainside. He had 5,000 people on a mountainside. And somebody turned around to him and said, Lord, can you teach us how to pray? Do you remember that in the Bible? Yes. Can you teach us how to pray? I wonder if you'll pray with me on how he taught us how to pray. Let's ask him to come in, if you don't mind. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. For thine is the power and glory forever and ever. Amen. Everybody, have a great rest of the semester. Have a great night. Get home safe. And don't worry, the sun's going to come back out this week. Have a good night.